What's going on, swim fans? Welcome to the Ask a Swim Pro Show. My name is Ferris Sabetti, co-founder and CEO of My Swim Pro, and today we have a special guest, sports nutritionist Maggie Evans. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, and this is a very exciting episode for all of our listeners and viewers because we're talking nutrition. This is something that we get asked about all the time, and it's a really important uh, concept to make sure you're fueling the body appropriately and bringing a swimming perspective to that because swimming is a little bit different than some other sports and just you know fitness lifestyle in general. So before we get deep into that, maybe give us a little bit of background about yourself, Maggie. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, definitely. So I grew up competitive swimming and water polo. Um, I started both when I was probably like eight or nine. Um, so I grew up with the sport. I um, swam throughout high school, played water polo through high school, and then I actually played water polo in college. That was my preferred sport. Um, but I've been swimming ever since then, actually since college. And now I am on a master swim team here in California. Um, I went to school for nutrition, graduated my undergrad with nutrition and dietetics. And then I did my master's actually in kinesiology, exercise science. So I have that background and then became a dietitian. Um, and I've been working in various um, aspects of the field, but I've always had a passion for sports nutrition. So I've been um, working in that field as well. So it's been really fun to kind of combine my nutrition knowledge and my knowledge of sport. And that's really my true passion is helping people properly fuel themselves for their activities. Sweet. That's awesome. So that's like the perfect background for the questions we're going to walk through today. So some one of the most common questions is just, you know, swimmers at any level, they're asking like, what do I eat before swim practice or before a swim meet? I think those two time frames and what do I eat are, and, and I know it's different per person and what their goals are and things like that, but how would you go about like answering that question? Because I know it, there's a surface level and you could go a little deeper. So maybe walk us through how you should approach that. Yeah. So when I work with a client on that, mainly our big goals are how long is your activity going to be and how long do you have before your activity? So let's say you're a casual swimmer and you've got an hour for a workout and you're, um, you know, say leaving work or leaving school for your afternoon swim. If you have an hour before that, before your um, kind of hour long workout, something light with carbs is totally fine. A couple crackers, maybe a piece of fruit, maybe swig like a little bit of juice, something like that. You don't need too much right before like an hour long workout. Um, if you were to work out longer so let's say you're going for a two-hour swim or even like planning on three hours something like that like a longer swim you need more fuel for that so you kind of need to plan ahead of time for that so of course you want to have like a good solid meal about four or five hours before that and then as you get closer to that you kind of want an emphasis a little bit more on carbs and protein before that and a little bit more time to digest that. So maybe like 90 minutes, like an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. um, an example of a snack for that could be like maybe a cheese stick and um, some crackers or piece of fruit with a little bit of yogurt. Um, something quick, something easy, doesn't have to be super complicated. Um, but having a little bit of protein on board for a longer swim can actually help you. It's just going to be that adequate fuel that you need before mm -hmm. that swim. 
Cool. Yeah. So that's some good ideas for before the workout. And I, I always think about it when I, when I tell people, it's like, you know, it's not just before, but it's during and after. So now if we move into the workout, maybe a shorter version and longer version, how consumers make sure they're staying hydrated and fueled depending on how long they're working out? Yeah. And you know what? That's something I totally struggled with when I was swimming. I never had a water bottle. I was so terrible. I would always, um, I would just, you know, go to the pool deck, nothing in hand. And I don't encourage that. So mm -hmm. you always want to have a sport bottle or something that's easy for you. Maybe at the end of your lane line. Um, typically you want to aim for anywhere between like 16 to like 24 ounces in an hour long workout. Um, I even just say if you have a break, just get some, um, fluid in. Um, and then, uh, if you're exercising for just an hour, all you need is water. You don't need anything crazy, no electrolytes, anything like that. Just keep kind of hydrating during that workout. If you're going longer than an hour, say it's an hour to two hours, even that three hour mark, you want to have some carbs in your um, sports drinks. So you want to have something like even like a diluted Gatorade or a diluted Powerade that has some sugar in it because you need those carbs to kind of get through that workout. So even having that sports drink and your water bottle on the pool deck and kind of going between both of those can be really helpful during longer workouts. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. So it sounds like, you know, for a lot of master swimmers, especially they're only going 30, 40, 50 minutes. So it sounds like water is your friend <laughs> just make sure you get hydrated and about about i mean how much again in one hour um i'd say sticking to like 16 ounces if you can 16 to 24. um the best way for you to actually determine how much water you need is to actually weigh yourself before and after your workout so you're oh. actually going to be able to calculate your fluid losses a little bit better just based off how much weight you've lost so if you lose a pound you want to make sure that you at least replenish with about 16 ounces after that workout and additional fluid for the rest of the day mm -hmm. so you brought up a question i guess we'll do it now when it comes to losing weight in a workout so is that one pound loss in the example you gave is that something that with hydration, you lost a pound and that's okay. Or if you're losing like four pounds or you lose a kilo in a workout, does that mean you're like dehydrated? Like you lost too much weight, you didn't hydrate enough? Like what are some ways to think about that? Yeah. So if you're hydrating during your workout and you're still losing weight, like let's say a pound or a kilo during the workout, yeah, you definitely need to replenish with additional fluids, like mm. even more than what you would normally drink. I would even say at that point, you probably need to add electrolytes to your water after your workout, um, just so that you're replenishing any potential losses of electrolytes in your sweat too. Mm. And it's true. We sweat in the water. I know I always <laughs> think like, I'm not sweating i'm just swimming so i don't need to replace any of that but you still need to drink and that's super important because even just a two percent reduction in um your fluid losses that can impact your performance so we want to be really really on top of that mm -hmm, totally so you just mentioned it your performance so i think a lot of people maybe they over glance and they don't they think you know what why do i need to stay hydrated like i'll just eat a cheeseburger, a donut after like whatever, I'm burning it off. Right. So I guess, why does it matter? You know, <laughs> like what? So what, what's the answer to that? Yeah. And I'm a big proponent too of like all foods can fit in a plan. So I never want to like sway someone from, um, adding foods that they enjoy into sure. their, um, 
swimming fueling plan, but food fuels our workouts. So the more quality food we have in there, the better fuel we have for that workout and for that training session. And also like if we're eating cheeseburgers or donuts or things like that, maybe around our practice times, that's totally going to affect our ability to perform in the water. If I'm eating a really high fat meal, a couple, you know, even a couple hours before I'm going to feel sluggish. I'm going to get tired. Um, so really thinking about how we're fueling our bodies can really impact your um, performance um, and help you swim faster and um, accomplish your goals. Yeah, totally. And I always tell people, you know, you're putting in the time anyway, the 30 minutes, one hour, two hours into the workout, may as well get the most out of it. And I, I think nutrition is an area you can't forget. So we've completed the swim or the workout. And now it's like, we're really hungry. So I two questions here. Number one, how fast should you be trying to replenish? Because I know there's like that, that rule. I don't know if it's a rule or a myth about replenishing sooner rather than later. Maybe that we'll, we'll go with one question at a time. So maybe we'll talk about that timing. Yeah. Yeah. So I always look at it as what's the time frame till your next meal. So if you're grabbing your stuff, putting your, you know, clothes back on and you know, Hey, I'm going to go home and I'm going to have a meal. That's totally fine. Have that meal. You just want to make sure it's balanced. So you want to have all your kind of most of your food groups in there, your carbs, you want to have your protein, have some fat, maybe some veggies, things like that. Um, I really, with a lot of my clients, I use what I call performance plates. It's kind of a common practice and for a lot of sports nutritionists as well, but it's a way of looking at your plate based off how was my training today and how should I portion my plate to fit that? So let's say you had a really hard training session, half that plate should at minimum be carbs. So your potatoes, your rice, breads, whatever it is, half that plate you wanna have um, for those carbs. And then a quarter of your plate for protein and then a quarter of veggies. So I know something that I always made a mistake of as a really young swimmer was always like, veggies are good for me, I should have more veggies, right? But if I'm crowding my plate with veggies, I'm missing out on those fuel groups. I'm missing out on the, the carbs and the protein that are going to help me mm -hmm. um, repair and replenish after that workout. Um, if you have a little bit more time till your next meal after your workout, let's say it's like um, like an afternoon swim and you're not eating dinner till seven or anything like that, have a snack. So you want to make sure that you have something, um, right after that, the timing, you don't have to be as specific about it, but have something within like an hour or two. Um, and I would recommend having protein and carbs. So, um, a lot of people, for some people, um, Maybe if you don't feel hungry after a workout, having something like chocolate milk can be a really easy thing mm -hmm. and delicious. Yeah. Um, but I think for a lot of swimmers, we really struggle with hunger. Like, I, know <laughs> yeah. I'm I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. yes. <laughs> so eating, like it's okay to eat. Um, so kind of same concept as I talked about those, um, like pre swim snacks with like the protein and carbs you can do like some, um, you know, maybe some cereal and yogurt or cereal and milk or, um, what else could you do? Um, like banana and peanut butter, stuff like that. So having a little bit of protein and carbs, mainly carbs is going to help help you recover and replenish after that workout. 
Yeah, totally. So let's say now we're, we're outside of the workout planning and we, we've already eaten, but you know, it's getting late in the night or maybe in the morning and you're, you're hungry, you know, swimmer hungry, hunger kicks in. Um, what are some things that you can do to maybe avoid the hunger? Maybe you don't, maybe you're not actually hungry. You're just dehydrated. I don't know. What are some strategies around that? Eat. <laughs> eat. Okay. It's okay. You don't starve eat. yourself. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I feel like sometimes we are like, I've had people who tell me like, oh, I can't eat after nine because I'm like intermittent fasting or I'm mm, following this mm-hmm. protocol. And honestly, you're going to impact your performance more by not feeding your body when it's hungry than by trying to like follow this crazy mm. protocol or new diet. So I always tell people, do not be afraid of hunger. Like that is your body's cue that you need to fuel up. And if you find that like, Hey, I'm really, 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 really hungry at night. And I don't know why you're probably under fueling during the day. Mm. So like address during the day, is there a meal or is there a snack where maybe I'm under eating? And can I add more to that? Cause that's the key right there. Usually when we're really hungry at night, it's a cue that like we haven't eaten enough during the day. So we got to mm. find areas during the day where we can kind of, um, add more as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one area that I I'm personally interested in and I know other swimmers or athletes would be. So if you're doing doubles and I don't mean doubles in the sense of you do like a morning workout and then an afternoon workout, but you have two workouts like right next to each other. And for me and I know others, it's a swim and a lift. So maybe you're working out for like two hours straight, but there is a gap in between, you know, going from the gym to the pool. You could theoretically eat something there. I guess what what could you do in that five to 10 minute window between the two workouts? Yeah, I would say it depends on the intensity of it. But if you have five to 10 minutes, I would say hydrate. And then yet again, if you feel like you can eat something, um, having some carbs as well. Mm. So if you're going from like a lift to a swim, you can have something like half a banana or um, like another, like a small piece of fruit or something like that, or swig, take a swig of like a um, sports drink, something like that. So you have a a little bit of like, you're kind of carb loading a little bit right before that swim. Um, And that's helping to actually replenish your muscles too, right after you lift. If you Mm -hmm. want, you feel up to it, like you can eat something that quickly right before your workout, you could add some protein in there too. Um, But I would be careful with having too much food right before you hop in the pool to swim because that can be kind of cause some discomfort. Mm. Um, but yeah, typically um, that two, you know, if it's that two hour period and you feel like you're hungry, you can have something small like that. But typically you should be fine. You can also just have water and you're, you're going to be fine too. Yep. So always stay hydrated and, and well nutritioned. Uh, so this is a, maybe an extended version of that. So let's say you're at a swimming competition and I know I've been guilty of this and you know, it's just the way it's set up. You got like six hours. You need to, you need to be able to pop in, do a race and then you have an hour until your next race. And so literally it's a four to maybe eight hour window. Like how, how do you go about managing that? I mean, cause hydration will only take you so far for eight hours. <laughs> exactly. No. So you want to eat during a meet for sure. Um, my, one of my big suggestions is have a really hearty breakfast right before. So plan out kind of 
you know, assess like when you think your first um, event is going to be. And hopefully about three to four hours before that, you can get a nice, yet again, hearty breakfast with um, some protein, some carbs, things like that. Um, and then you want to kind of time it between your events. I know it's kind of hard because sometimes it's not perfect, but um, if you have, say, an hour before um, an event, you want something simple, like a very simple carb um, right before that. So you could have something quick like a granola bar. You could have, yet again, that handful of crackers. You could do a um, piece of fruit. Um, I really like uh, actually like dates before mm. meats because they're just like really simple sugar. So it gives you a nice little quick burst of energy right before. Um, but you really, you don't want anything that has a lot of fiber in it. Mm. or a ton of protein in it because those mm -hmm. take really long to break down so if you're trying to eat that and you have a you know a race in 30 minutes to 60 minutes you're going to be your body's going to be breaking that down and it's not going to be utilized as fuel so kind of timing that and then of course if you have some type of break hopefully there's like some sort of like lunch break between that meat or you can find that kind of um, time frame, just a really simple lunch. So I really like to bring stuff, um, like a cooler with, you know, yet again, those, the, um, different snack ideas I talked about, and then maybe something simple like a sandwich or a wrap. Um, and that way you can kind of snack on that throughout the day too. But, yeah. um, it's definitely like, there's an art and a science to it because everyone's going to be different with what works for them. So really the key thing is like, if that's important to you working with a professional, so we can kind of map that out and see what that's going to look like for you. Yeah, totally. Definitely working with someone helps a lot. And I think just planning ahead, I found personally, because sometimes, you know, when you're going to swim, you just have to plan it out. Like you talked about, you know, the, with the timing. And if you can do that, you'll definitely be a lot more successful. Uh, before we let you go, is there anything that maybe we, we missed common questions that you want to make sure people think about? Uh, and we'll leave all of your information if you guys are interested in connecting with Maggie. We'll leave everything in the description of this video um, so you guys can connect. But uh, Maggie, anything else that we didn't talk about? Um, my number one tip is don't be afraid of carbs. Say mm -hmm. fuel your workouts. Don't do low carb because you need, you know, you need that energy, you need that fuel source. Um, and like I said earlier too, is don't be afraid of your hunger. I remember as a swimmer when I was younger, I was like, why am I so hungry all the time? And like, <laughs> felt like I would come home and just like eat my fridge. And I was just like, why is this happening? But it's okay to eat. You want to fuel your workouts. You want to fuel your body. So please don't be afraid to eat or be afraid of your hunger. So I think that's a big thing for a lot of swimmers is, um, especially, you know, as compared to other sports, I think there's definitely that hunger response that sometimes we don't always know how to manage. So I always want to normalize that for this population that it, it's normal and we want to, we want to eat. So awesome. Well, we heard it. Fuel the body. Maggie Evans, sports nutritionist. Uh, we'll leave all of her information in the description of this video, uh, this podcast. Make sure you guys reach out and connect. And if you have any other questions, let us know in the comments. We'd love to hear what you guys think and other interviews you guys would like to see on the Ask a Swim Pro Show. Maggie, thanks again so much. And wishing all of our swimmers the best and happy swimming. Thanks. Bye. Bye.